now, coming to you from a Midwestern hole in the United States, The Dollcast. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Hulk Hogan's sex tape? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I guess at least it's not Bam Bam Bigelow. Welcome to the Dogcast, freaks. This is Roth at Sly Dog Studios. Uh, how's you know? Look, we are we are looking for Miss Elizabeth or Scary Sherry tapes, not Hulk Hogan, uh, and leave out Fabulous Moolah. Miss Elizabeth or Scary Sherry. If you you find a tape of someone like Hulk Hogan, burn it. No one wants to see it. Ugh, getting kind of a late start here. Got home from work, <clears throat> and evidently the chicken got left out on the table. And the dog got it all. Uh, luckily it was uh, like some sort of chicken patties. And... There was no bones in it, so the dog didn't get any bones stuck in her throat or anything. I had to make a whole, like, regular chicken breast. It took, like, an hour to cook in the oven because it was frozen. You know, just so I'd have some meat to eat. Chicken, waffle fries, corn, bread and butter, and mixed fruit. Yeah. Then I had to wait a little bit. Because my stomach was stuffed and I was going to sit here burping all over the microphone. So, here I am. What is it at work? Do, when you people go to work, do you get that, uh, that same greeting from people? That same greeting every day. And sometimes they variate it. Or a same response. For instance, there's this one guy... He always says, Hey, Rob, what do you know? And every time, you know, what do you say to that? What do you know? <laughs> so I started, you know, first thing I thought of was, Hey, not much. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know much. And then I try to variate it because, you know, he always says the same thing. So I decide I will try and variate it. Hey, Rob, what do you know? Uh, just enough to get by. Hey, Rob, what do you know? It's Friday, ready to get out of here. Hey, Rob, what do you know? Hump day. And after a while, I just give up, and I just say, not much. That's, <clears throat> you know, it's been a couple of years now, so I'm just, not much. I just pretend it's like a, uh, you know, hey, how are you doing, or what are you doing? What are you doing? Not much. But th- there's also this response that you get back and a lot of people at this plant say this you know this you know there's tool and die makers <clears throat> machinists all all kinds of that kind of jazz and you know so there's some burl, burly old men and stuff and they have this one saying that happens there i'm, I'm sure that's in a lot of places but this is the only place i worked where it's like the most prevalent response to hey What's going on, man? And they say, 
Just another day in paradise. <laughs> Just all the time. It's always another day in paradise. Ugh. It gets old, but I guess repetition is good in some ways, right? Uh, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get to some dev talk. Illusion of the Dead. I opened up uh, the folder today and I looked inside of it and I said, you know what, this is going to have to be redone from scratch. And I already knew that the original one was going to have to be redone because I had started messing around with it again later and had recoded some stuff, you know, trying to mess around with background hit detection. It was when I was just learning. It was around the time right before I did NES Virus Cleaner. And I decided, you know, I, I decided to start working on NES Virus Cleaner and got it <clears throat> finished up at that point. No, no, that was the first time that I started working on it and I learned background hit detection, how to do it in one way. Yeah. So, anyway, I, uh, I said, well, this is going to require whole new coding altogether. Let me explain how bad the very first original one was, which had the cinema screens and the title screen and all that going on. It was so bad that each cinema screen itself was its own subroutine. Like, it wasn't an, a, a cinema engine. You know, I didn't understand that concept at that point yet. And, I mean, this is like just right after I made Pegs, I think, is when I first started messing around with Illusion of the Dead. And, yeah, it was every everything had a subroutine. Everything was a subroutine. Everything was different. There was no engine. So, e even like the screens, you're going from screen to screen to screen. Every screen was its own subroutine. And how things, it was really bad and uh, really horrible coding uh, so you know it just that has to be scratched all just gone you know graphics I can keep you know and remake some of them or whatever but like the cinema screens I can keep those graphics but the, the absolute all the code has to be absolutely redone it's really bad and the second iteration, I was just messing around with some hit detection. But this new one, I'll have to, uh, I'll actually be able to do an engine now that I understand how to do loops and have data set aside to read in and store in RAM, you know, stuff like that. So it'll be a lot different. Uh, problems are within, though, like right now, it has to be totally redesigned because I'm going to have more screens in the game so I'm gonna have to figure out where I'm gonna put every item and there's not even that many items there's only like a handful throughout the game and uh, you know cuz it has real-time this cat is skittish it has real-time item selection up at the top of the status bar and there's not a lot to use so that's just uh, how it is <laughs> so I have to read totally redesign it. Um, what else? Yeah, there's a something I was having in it is a search function, where you could search 
you know, various areas of the game, and that's how you could find certain items. And I never really thought anything through back then, but, uh, you know, if you think about it, having all these screens, then you'd have to go, well, crud. Now I have to search every little square, you know, kind of like an, like an RPG or something, like search these squares, search them, search, search, oh, I found something, you know, and that's just redundant and tedious and no one wants to do that. So I think what I'm going to do is have some sort of deal like when you get onto a screen that has an item or maybe a screen in a a radius of screens like nine screens or something like that I'll probably have like some question marks appear at the top of the like right underneath the status bar or something and maybe make a little sound effect going off you know letting you know hey 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 there's something around here search you know and uh, that was just something that I was thinking about and I'm gonna have to do that you know, that way if I remember right there's a flashlight to find there's a key I think yeah a flashlight a key the gun I think a first aid item and maybe a bomb that that kills all the enemies on the screen and keeps them gone for a few seconds I, I can't remember it's something like that so yeah I want to make it where you know you get a general idea of where to search and you're not just left in the dark and running around searching every square and having these zombies chase it would suck it would just really suck but there's another thing that was brought up in the comments on slidogstudios.org somebody said hey you should uh put the smaller games into a multi-cart or something and I'll tell you more about that in a second. But first, let's pay tribute to NintendoAge.com. Do you collect games? Are you a gamer? Do you like to hang out with like-minded folks and discuss being a gamer and collecting those games? Well, you can do that at NintendoAge.com. You can go and sign up for a free membership, participate on the forums, trade games, manage collections with the collection tools they have which are both Sega and Nintendo oriented by the way NintendoAge.com and SegaAge.com it's just crazy right the admins are awesome at NintendoAge.com you go there say Roth sent you and don't act up right alright so, somebody had brought up, why don't you, uh, maybe you should put all your games onto a multi-cart, all your small games. And it's funny that that was brought up. When I first started messing around with animating the palette, you know, where you stick, uh, refreshing the palette in NMI, and then come up with a routine that you run in your main loop that keeps changing, uh, the colors in RAM to make the palette animate in certain areas. And so I actually made this screen of this game that I was thinking about doing, which was a multi-cart. And that multi-cart was going to have uh, click, uh, tic-tac-toe, 
and pegboard, you know, like click, tic tac XO, and pegs. And uh, the the reason I was doing that is because when I look back, I mean, download. I'll have to get that. Uh, I don't think I have the sources up on SlyDogStudios.org yet, but the sources for Tic Tac XO and Pegs are an abomination, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I was like, you know, I should put these and the click, click. It's its code isn't all that great either. There's some aspects in there where I started learning how to do certain things, but there are also some really bad things, like the way I animated the palette on there. Like in the loop, I turn off the screen and change a color and turn it back on. You know, turn off and turn on. It's just really bad. So what I wanted to do, I was like, well, I want to I want to vindicate myself. You know, actually code these a lot better. And then, you know, just put them all together on one single cart. Mm, pardon me. So, that was the idea behind that. And I had started messing with animating the palette. And then, so I made that, I the project, 3-in-1, 2-P pack. Where you could play uh, one player click, tic-tac-toe against a generic computer opponent. Or you could play that pegboard game. Or you could play two players of the tic-tac-toe, uh, go head-to-head -head in pegboard game to see who can finish first. And then a click two-player game where the two can interact with each other even, like bump each other, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, which, you know, would make you pause and, uh, like, if you get bumped by... The, the, one of the players then your guy is sent back uh, what was it like two squares and then you'll be uh, stuck there for a second like stunned and you know you could even do that uh, knock your opponent into the electric beams and then like if you both both go head on at the same time like you both move back like only one or two or three spaces one two three spaces maybe three because it would be like you know you would think it's a lot of force instead of just one I don't know yet but you know this is something I had in my head and you just and you both stunned for a few minutes or something or a few seconds so that was something I had in mind uh, and with that animating the palette I I animated let's see the tooth shine on the Sly Dog Studios logo that was the first time that I did the tooth shine where you know goes like that ding and actually I just uploaded this video to blip and I'll place a link uh, when I upload the dog cast for you guys to listen to so there will be a link to this video so you can see what I'm talking about and so that was the first place that I did the little tooth shine and then there's this arrow that you use to select which game you're going to use but it's bouncing up and down right you know it's two sprites and it has the the illusion that it's bouncing up and down but actually the sprites are sitting totally still and it was an experiment I had done with the palette animation and I drew the colors I placed the colors in the sprites just so that when 
I did this animation, it makes it appear like the sprites are bouncing up and down, but it's actually just colors switching from like black to orange on the top and bottoms. So it looks like it's a sprite bouncing, but it's actually just colors flashing. So I, I was really proud of that. I was like, wee! And then uh, the title itself, where it says 3-in-1, 2-P-Pack, I did like, uh, that's where I first tried the vibrating thing, you know, where colors are going in and out. And, uh, you know, like makes it look like it's glowing. So I was really proud of that. And it was, that was the first place I did that. And I got got it to where the tic-tac-toe screen loads and it scrolls down there's music that uh, is supposed to play when you press the button because it's going to be you know a real long uh, little jingle thing and then it'll scroll but right right now it's at the part where it's at the beginning you know when you turn it on it's because you know I was messing with it and writing it never did anything more with it but yeah you can pl press place X's and O's as player 1 and player 2 and I did all this in 2010 and it even still says 2010 on the screen on the title screen so you'll be able to see that in the video but you know it was just I, I thought that was kinda cool that I think it was Brad who said it uh, Brad Bateman who is one of the beta testers on NES Virus Cleaner and he's also the person who has been getting the Nest Dev compos together. Well, he did it last year, and I, I think he's supposed to do it again this year, because I saw him inquiring about it on uh, NintendoH.com. So anyway, I'm, uh, I'm thinking, since there's a whole bunch to do for Illusion of the Dead in terms of, you know, planning and redesign maybe I'll do those redesigning start on that redesigning on the weekends and maybe I'll I'll do this multi-cart thing that I had started on and just get that whipped up you know if I can you know it's it's another one of those small kind of things and I'm thinking I can get through that pretty quickly too maybe even faster than that uh snail maze but yeah, oh, and something else I wanted to mention that I was really proud of on that title screen of the 3-in-1 2P pack is when when you select a game, I had the background tile switch over on the right-hand side, and I just thought that was pretty cool. Like it, Like there's a giant click, and then it'll switch to a pegboard, it'll switch to tic-tac-toe board, and all that. So I thought that was cool. But uh yeah. Um Oh. But I'm thinking of making a hidden game in there. You know, for those of you that are that listen to the dog cast, I think I'll just throw that out there. There might be a hidden game. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure there will be. And it's going to be awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this dog cast. We're going to get out of here. I'm going to go get this built. And be sure to check out that video 
of the 3-in-1 2P pack. And that's it. That's all. Alright, freaks, take it easy. And if you catch me slipping, tell Kevin.